0: what's going on guys thank you for joining me again for another edition of the malaga drive hoops pod today i've got like eighth time returning guest tyler always great to have him on and then i got a first time guest ben brown luckily for me uh these two have great chemistry um and i again appreciate you guys coming on how are you guys doing
1: I'll that.
0: Thanks for uh, thanks for bringing me back on, bro. Of course, Benny. Life's good. I
1: appreciate you. Uh, appreciate the
0: chance to dance with you <laughs> I love it, dude. I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to some some inte- I'm because I know sometimes with these pods, like you know, you start doing it and you, and you're just nervous. You don't want to step on anyone's toes, but I know that just will not be the case with you two. So appreciate you guys coming on. Looking forward to some fireworks. How are uh, in terms of just like. With Corona, I, like, what's going on with you guys? Are you guys chilling, worried, in, in between? How's it affecting so, uh, you?
1: Um, you I work from situation.
0: It is fantastic. I bet. What do you even do?
1: You go from the couch to the living room. <laughs> that's your
0: couch. Are you, like, because you're not scheduling anything for them, you know? Like, they can't. No, I mean,
1: you're sending, you send calls, I'm sending calls, and that's about it.
0: That doesn't sound too to bad. Man. So this this quarantine life's kind of you're made for it. If
1: I if I would say I've been praying for the day.
0: It's <laughs> I love it, dude, and and it looks like we we got some more time. So you should be living the high life for a little bit. Oh, at least
1: for a month. Yeah, I'd mean, say we're back to normal. We're not back to normal life for six months. We're back to semi-normal life
0: that's what i'm thinking too and and i think what if you had to give a guess because you're a little bit more plugged into that that world too were you thinking early mid-may in terms of the nba being back in like an empty gym oh
1: 100 i mean people were talking about the nfl not having fans but i feel like yeah. that plays away baseball i mean obviously on the rocks a little bit basketball definitely i'm thinking yeah we're having playoffs we'll be back in
0: yeah i mean there's just there's a lot of money on the table there that they're going to do everything in their their power and tyler I, i'm sorry bud how are you doing bro oh i was actually sick
1: uh oh i'm not sure if i i'm not sure if i had it
0: or not but brian
1: and i got the same thing i was about three days in front of him uh all the symptoms,
0: yeah what what all was going on
1: all the, all the symptoms were pretty much in line with what they were saying the virus was <laughs>
0: I, love Tyler I know.
1: <laughs> no, but we we didn't actually go and get tested. Neither one of us felt bad enough, but well we're, we're like just now getting over it. It was like ten days to two weeks of just feeling, you know, fatigued and under the weather. But now we're now we're chilling. I've been working from home for the last week and a half, so yeah, we're
0: yeah. highlight. Yeah. I'm about to work if you want to get tested, you just go to your just-
1: the hospital may have... I thought they didn't have enough tests. No, you have to... Uh, you basically have to call your physician and schedule it in advance if they have time and if they have available tests, they'll take you. Um, but I, I didn't even think it was worth a shot just because I didn't think they would have...
0: The yeah, test. and even, like... It's like... Even if you get tested and go through all that work, it's just to say that you have it. Like, it's just... Yeah, it's pretty easy to just keep moving forward, and then whatever yeah. <laughs> what are they
1: gonna do? Yeah,
0: like
1: exactly.
0: Yeah, I'm yep. with you. I'm. You're one pay
1: away from that.
0: Exactly. Yeah. All right, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna jump to it again. Appreciate you guys joining, and I didn't even explain what we're doing. So today, um, starting a new series, we're going to do kind of a season in review thing. We have this. And that's my new mindset moving forward is like, it's kind of a fun little suspense. Like this is unique. We'll never get to experience this again, where you like, you have a two month pause right before the playoffs where you can just talk about it. You know, you've had a whole season to kind of look at where things have fell. So that's what we're going to do. Um, and today we're going to focus on the Pacific vision. I think really all five teams are in interesting spots, had very interesting years. And so there's a lot to talk and break down, um, but looking forward to it. And again, appreciate Ben and Tyler coming on. Let's uh, let's jump into it. We're back. Actually, before – so this was a, a fun thing I, I did with uh, a couple of my buddies on a pod, and I, I wanted to hear both of your responses. So in high school – Benny, did you play anything in high school, even early? I feel like you did, right? Swimming? Water, water, water polo. polo. That's what it was. Okay. In high school Ty- – Tyler, I'm assuming it's baseball – describe for me a time, one time, if you had to pick one time, the, the highlight of your career where you just went off or you, you threw something filthy or like just set the scene and give me your story of your best high school sports career moment. Whoever wants to go first, I, you can go for it. Fred, you want
1: to go first? Uh, definitely think you've got to be getting ejected from a game. <laughs> um, How you, get- you know, in water polo, um, a lot of guys, grab a lot of things under the water. And, I
0: actually uh, didn't know that. Is that like no, common? It, it's horrible. I wasn't good enough to make the basketball team or anything. And my mom's like,
1: oh, you grew up swimming. like You should do water polo. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Way better than PE. <laughs> but then I started playing and I realized
0: like. It's just it's a like dick grabbing big, sport? Like, it's a dick grabbing sport. 100%. Dude, is it like a high school and thing or I at every level? Part, I didn't take part in that. I didn't realize it was a thing. Dude, I think you got it. A... once I realized it was, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. And I got kicked out,
1: some guy grabbed me and and then I grabbed him in that area and I slugged him and that was
0: it for me. <laughs> now was it was it like was this your first time getting your dick grabbed and you're like, Oh shit, like you can't do that to me or is it like it had happened multiple times and you're like, Alright, I'm fed uh, up. This I'm this fed up the, this is the first unwarranted dick grab okay. in my career. There are warranted this dick grabs. Scenario are there warranted usually, tre- uh, usually yeah you know
1: usually
0: what? I always okay oh my god alright I'm aware of it before it happens Ben did you apply
1: your wrestling skill like, were people wrestling at all Uh, in the water yeah 100% you kicked
0: the shit out of someone <laughs> dude this sounds like a dangerous sport I thought they were just passing it and tossing it and treading water
1: Oh, no, the second, like the ball, you go from like it's like a combination of hockey, basketball, and yeah, and soccer. It's, it's, like when the ball goes the other side of the court, every single person you kick
0: off. You know how you kick off the wall? Yeah, you, you kick, kick off the person's fucking stomach. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. That doesn't sound like your sport either. No, fuck no. No, okay. Oh, <laughs> that's still a great story. Did, did you what position did you play?
1: That's one of those sports, like, you tell someone you play, it and they're like, oh, like, that must have been cool. That's pretty unique. Like, you know, like, everyone on the East Coast, they don't, like, really – it's not like a thing. Like, so like, you know, they have lacrosse and then West Coast. Like, yeah the kids that play lacrosse on the West Coast are just like, what? Like, your team – like, your high school
0: has a lacrosse team? Yeah, yeah. That's the same thing with water bowl. You ever meet someone on the East Coast, they're like, they're like, what do you mean, like, your school had a pool? Yeah, no, exactly. I I thought – I guess – I mean, pools are generally outdoors for high school, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah so it wouldn't make sense a, on these pool is, like schools. I mean, yeah. Most of the private schools probably have them, but yeah. Tyler. You know. Tyler, did huh. you? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. My, my sports story? Yeah. I, Loyola. It was Loyola. Oh. Too well. It was the, uh, the, uh First game of my senior year and third or first?
1: We playing,
0: uh, first.
1: First. It was, we were playing at Loyola and they were the seventh ranked team in the country at that time. And we fucking sucked. We were so bad, but I started
0: uh, No way. What's your, a, what's your what's your MOB pitcher comparison? Like Shane Bieber? No, he
1: throws
0: Seven different pitches.
1: I, I don't know, I feel like maybe like Dan Aaron, like good control, not
0: overpowering. But like still somewhat but, throws heat. Yeah. Competitive. So the guy that that
1: I started against was uh was committed to Stanford and everybody in their starting lineup was committed to a Pac 12 D one school. So are you we were you up Oregon. Oregon. So no we put your apple. And I went toe-to-toe with the
0: starter. We both won seven innings, and we won uh, two-to-one on the road. It was a pretty wild experience. Dude, that's got to be crazy. Did you know early on, like, first inning, like I got all my stuff? Yeah. Yeah. You. That's all. Did you know in, like, warm-ups, or is it, like, once you got out there? It's once you get out there. You can feel good in warm-ups, but if you – Yeah. It's, it's really, like, the, the first couple hitters that – you know, it was definitely the first inning, Rhythm. the first couple hitters, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, I'm going to have my stuff today, or I'm not going to have my stuff today, yeah. and
1: I definitely felt, felt good, but it's just always weird going into a new environment where you've never pitched before. Right,
0: uh, But sometimes it helps, so like as it, as it sounds like it did. Now, in high school, do you have scouting reports on the guys? Like, Do you know this guy can't hit this, or are you just trying to beat them with your best stuff, doing what you do best?
1: We do in like like conference play or league play, we yeah. kind of know the players that are playing a little bit better, but this is out of conference. Yeah gotcha. uh, And we knew that the guys were good. Like I had grown up playing against you know, some of them in club ball and scout ball and stuff like that. But I mean, their whole starting infield was committed to USC. <laughs> and like I'm sitting up here, like how am I supposed to get these dudes
0: out? And what'd you throw? Uh, I, huh? What you? How many pitches did you throw, and what pitches? Uh, 14,
1: 15, change, curve
0: and slider. Oh, you had a bag then. I yeah. feel like a lot of high school pitchers I talked to, like that didn't have a huge chance, or just like threw slider curve, and that that worked for them, or slider curve.
1: They weren't necessarily good all the time. Yeah, but you
0: had enough oh. to throw, try to throw it at least in a game
1: yeah.
0: alright yeah, yeah. those are two solid solid moments Ben I would did you did you throw a fit Ben like or did, did you just fit? like once you got ejected did you just like leave or were you like fuck you like well, like the thing in waterfall is like the refs like are like took
1: a really big respect thing and you can't like uh, you can't like, argue with them or you get kicked
0: out but you're already kicked out at that point right
1: Oh,
0: 100%. I just love the guy. bro. <laughs> yeah, like you're already out. You might as well say what you want. Get it off your chest. At the end of the, the, end of the day, you can get hit in the nuts and everything goes out the window. I agree, bro. <laughs> I agree. All right. Um, moving forward to the Pacific Division, I want to start. We're going to get the, the lesser teams out of the way. So we're starting down low with the Suns. Um, and my initial thoughts are, it was I, I think as a Suns fan, obviously you're, you're disappointed with how things have kind of unfolded here, second half slash middle of the season. Um, but I think you have to somewhat see it as a success just because they've had so many years now where they have talented guys, and you always it got to a point where it's like, yeah, they have the talent, but I just know the Suns aren't good. Like when we were giving our season win totals, we we're like. The Suns are the Suns. Like I don't care who they have, um, and and guys took leaps um, and and jumps. And I think a lot of it's you, you're finally starting to see James Jones's plan. And and Monty Williams obviously they've lost some games, and the inc- inconsistency has been tough. But you can tell they have a kind of like a family culture. So I, I feel like it was a good year. Um, what what I guess stood out to you the most? I, again, I know we're not probably watching a ton of Suns games. Um, but whoever wants to start can just give whatever thoughts they want to give on the Sun. I mean,
1: you look look at the Suns in the beginning of the season. You look at the Suns a year, two years ago, I think it was, when Booker had 70, and there was that team, and it was like the old Chamberlain team, and, like, the Suns are a joke. But then you're like, you know what, like, they're young, they're all playing together, like, having a good time, and, like, it's like, you know, they, they know that they're not competing for a championship, so, like, why not celebrate that and, like, people gave them shit for celebrating like a seventy point game in a lot. Yeah. But now like you look at them it's like they have all this chemistry.
0: That's a big thing. You see chem despite they off red hot. Yeah.
1: They started off red hot and now and now they fell off. It's like it's the sun. You're not here to play them. Yeah. But they like they, they give you a game. It's not a giveaway
0: game. No, for sure. Especially if it's on the road. I think and and Tyler, you you jump in. I think yeah, I think you feel like uh, Maybe, I think, for our perspective, what we're not thinking the Suns are a playoff team even next year, right? But no I think as a I think Suns, Suns fan, Huh?
1: Maybe. I, yeah. I we keep saying that, that about after, the
0: East. Go ahead, sorry. Tar- after,
1: tar- after they kind of exploded out of the gate, I mean, Caleb, you and I were talking that I, I, I think
0: they were probably like 15 or 20 games into the season. Yeah. And I
1: think you're pretty sure we both predicted that they were going to be 8th. In the playoffs, yeah, like like seven eight, um, and obviously they fell off. Uh, it's really interesting that they were they were playing probably the best ball of their season when Aiden was suspended. I'm not really sure the reason behind that. I know yeah. Aaron Baines was really, really good in the starting role, but I, I'm not sure if there's like a deeper meaning to that. Um, yeah, but I, I think ultimately it comes down to the teams in the West other than the Suns, are just more talented. Uh, I mean, Booker's great. Aiden's great. But,
0: Kelly, uh, you got to really give some love to Kelly. And Kelly. Kelly's
1: good when he's healthy, but, I mean, I just don't really see this team knocking off even, like, Memphis or knocking off New Orleans. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. pushing up to Sacramento or Portland, but I just I hate to have, like, an okay team, but kind of like Ben was saying, uh like they're not a they're not a pushover yeah. anymore, but they're not going to win much. Yeah, I think. I mean, there's one guy when you
0: talk about the Suns, you got to mention
1: besides all those guys, that's Kelly Bray. Like the season he had is like unbelievable.
0: You yeah, know, you have to feel really He's good ago, he as a sunset. Yeah, he was on the swaggy P train. He was going to be
1: like a yeah. marginal NBA player and then written off. Yeah, then, He he was, he was on the swaggy P train. He was going to be like a marginal player, and you're going to forget about him. Oh, that guy was like fun to watch, and then you forget about him. Yeah. And like he like totally turned his career
0: around. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why I feel if I'm a Suns fan, I feel I feel good. Because it's like you saw at their peak when they're going, when they're when the the consistency is there, like they're they were a play they were a playoff team. Like we I, I specifically remember it, Tyler. You're right. We were sitting there talking about the start of the season and we I, I brought it up I was like are the Suns a playoff team and you're like I think they are and I, I was in full agreement with you so we've seen what it can be I think now it just comes down to consistency and I think with a whole nother year together next year I don't I think it's easy for us to say right now no I don't see him overcoming Memphis and New Orleans and that makes sense I don't I don't necessarily see that over them overcoming that either but I think if I'm an optimistic Suns fan I'm like I've seen us be able to do it. We have a whole off season now to gel and really like, cause their problem has been consistency. And so I think they have a shot and then going to DA, that's, that's a really interesting question. Cause he's still so young. I feel like you're still projecting more to the future of what he's going to be instead of like focusing on necessarily what he is at this like current moment. But, uh, they, no, there there have been plenty of times where like Aiton's getting better stats, but like they're a better team with Baines on the floor. But it's still too early to be like, yeah.
1: I, I do wanna, I, I do wanna kind of touch on one thing since we're only doing these five teams in the in the Pacific Division. Yeah. And I mentioned this on draft night last year, or I guess last summer. They. I really think they made a poor choice with trading down and drafting Cameron Johnson. I think that there were guys I think if they were going for the play where it's like, all right, we're gonna draft an older wing that can come in and, and get buckets for us right away, I, I kinda get that, but I still think they were probably better options than Cameron Johnson. Like yeah. said, I would rather had I would have rather had Matisse if you're gonna if you're gonna draft uh, yeah. a wing I, I, but
0: I, st- I still like Cam. Team. Like, I don't think he's going to be bad for them moving forward. But you're right in I that. Do.
1: I do. But the, uh, in terms of, like, someone that you're going to draft, you know, 11th overall, and if you're going to trade down from six, got to feel comfortable that, that what you're getting is someone that moves the needle, at least, and, you know, ticks behind him were Tyler Hero, uh, Alexander Walker, bible Brandon mm. Clark.
0: Alexander Walker sucks. Like Cam's been better. But, yeah. Okay, Cam's
1: been a going to take a few years to like, really what he's
0: about. Yeah, again, it, it, it's because it's he's a shooter. If,
1: if you're going to take somebody that's, that's 23 years old with the 11th pick in your draft, I feel like he's got
0: to hit the ground right I think what, what it means, bad. I think in general, Tyler, shooters take a little bit long. I was listening to J.J. Redick and Duncan Robinson's pod. And with shooters, it's like, especially when you start, you're in a completely new environment. And I think shooting's the hardest thing to do consistently at that level. So you have to get comfortable. And I think Cam will the, – the jump will be bigger for Cam because he'll finally be more comfortable. And he, he ripped it this year as a rookie. So I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if down the line he's a really good – more than just a, a shooter. I would say liken him to – I don't know. May honestly, maybe like a Duncan Robinson, but I, I know what you're saying. Like to move down, yeah, Look, I, it wasn't the best I, move. I, I just don't. I just don't know why they didn't stay
1: there at six. They didn't even have to draft Culver. They could have drafted Kobe White and then not waste money on Rubio. I, I, yeah. I just don't. I that agree. Make a whole lot of sense to me to trade down to get Cameron Johnson and Ty Jerome, who are both solid. I agree, I think. Mean, they're gonna be good role players in the league, but if you're drafting if you're trading down from six, I think you
0: have to hear a little bit more than that. Yeah. I'm with you. And it's not like it's one of those things where you just the hindsight it's a lot easier. Like we were we were yeah. to be fair saying this when the trade happened. So anything else on the Suns, Ben? We touched it all? Yeah. I mean
1: what I oh also <laughs> If we're just, I guess I'll just continue bashing on his son. Why the hell do they give up TJ Warren
0: if we're doing a year in review? Um, I think sometimes it gets to a point where like you feel you've seen what you like, and I, I don't think Kelly Oubre thrives the way he did does if TJ's there, and so I think the Suns' mindset was probably like, we know what TJ is; he's not. Like, he's solid, but he'll never move the needle. We want Kelly to – really. Kelly's still young. Like, we want Kelly to feel as comfortable as he can be and, and get the most out of him this year, I think would be my idea. But in terms of just, like, a pure, like, GM asset standpoint, like, yeah, they didn't really get anything for him. But I don't think these GMs always are thinking that way. Like, they're dealing with time, usage, minutes, and and a big picture, and I don't think he really fit into that. And I wonder, On, I doubt the market for him was crazy because I think a lot of teams think the I, same way. I, I don't
1: think the market
0: would, would probably do. I was just, I mean, surprised. I think they just got like the right to KZ Akpala. I think that was it, wasn't it? But the, but the Heat have KZ
1: Akpala. Yeah, I don't what What did he even get?
0: I, I don't know. I, I think they. I wouldn't be surprised if they waived him.
1: Oh, no. They, the, okay, the, the Suns traded TJ Warren and the draft right to KZ Ocala. Um, and the 32nd overall pick in the second round to Indiana for cash consideration, which they used to sign Rubio.
0: <laughs> That's weird. Then I think part of it then was wanting Rubio and wanting Kelly to thrive. But I, I completely forgot they added on to him to just – Get cat like how, what I also don't get. How much do you cash do you think that is? For me, bro. Do the You're sons a PJ Warren for cash? are the sons like v- broke? <laughs> I don't know are why do they, they need they're, money.
1: They're, they're hourly workers right
0: now? That's I because they're not over the cap, like they don't They have a pretty low pay. I don't know, man. Well, did, did they? Didn't Booker just get cashed out? Yeah, but it's yep. basically, and Ubre. But like Uber got baby cashed out, and like other than Booker, I mean, then Rubio, they cashed Rubio. Maybe they did. How much money I mean, do at you end think end they of the get? Day, the Suns, the
1: Suns don't have a
0: lot of money. They're a young team that isn't that that is one of the good young teams. But there's hope. If I'm a Suns fan, especially what I saw from D. Book Ubre and. Kind of
1: would you
0: be a okay. fan, a fan or a Suns fan. Okay, no, that's fair. I'm not <laughs> saying that, but I'm just saying I'd rather be a Suns fan than a Pistons fan. Oh, 100%. Well
1: yeah. the, the Pistons are the epitome of mediocrity.
0: Yeah. They have for so long I would know. I probably would be dead if I was a Pistons fan. I probably shouldn't <laughs> joke like that, but it would well, be tough. You
1: have nothing. You have to
0: you have have, and you you had a good a couple years like a 10-12 years ago All right, moving on to Kings oh my god just
1: Detroit in general the Tigers the
0: Lions (laughs) just boring ass bad teams I mean the Lions have snuck in there but like you knew they weren't gonna do dude the Red Wings are terrible too I don't know much about hockey but I know they're like historically bad um <laughs> All right, moving forward to the Kings. Um, this is one of my favorite teams heading into the year. That I've talked a lot about their issues. Um, so I, th- I want to hear mostly from you guys. But I think the big things that stand out and the things I would like you to, to discuss if you have any opinions are what the hell went on with Buddy Heald this year. Um, Luke Walton, if you think he's the guy, because you guys got a good look at him. Um, is De'Aaron the guy in terms of like the number one guy? Um, and what do you guys think you do with Bogey in terms of prioritizing him this offseason um, in free agency? No particular order. We don't even have to touch all of them, but anyone who wants can lead it off.
1: I think the, the Bogey situation is, is probably the, the most interesting out of the three that you mentioned, because Fox is going to make it. He'll be good. Buddy... They'll figure out how to incorporate him into the rotation the correct way. But with Bogey, I don't really know where he sits. He could be very clear between that and Buddy's not there. Yeah. Uh, and they could have traded him, and they probably could have gotten some decent value for him at the trade deadline this year. And didn't want to move him.
0: I think the Kings, and as a front office, love Bogey. It could be well, a European thing. A-
1: yeah, it's interesting because I don't know if the Lakers were the only team that were in on him, but, I mean, he's he's a really good player. Uh can, can get a bucket whenever. Uh, he's not a bad defender. I, I was just surprised that they decided to keep big him. Big
0: shot maker. not going to
1: make the playoffs. Yeah, big shot maker for sure.
0: Um, Benny. Fox. I thought Fox might be a little bit better
1: um, this year, but then he was hurt and the team kind of went to shit,
0: but I, I have... Do you guys think thing, like uh, a, a Fox bogey buddy team, led team, can work? It works badly. No, I, yeah, I mean, whoever you want to throw, I'm just saying, theoretically, those three, do. does a team with those three, do they have what it takes to, to make a run, at least? In their primes. Well, not necessarily next year, but... I don't know if it'll fit. I I don't think it works in terms of, you know, like I think it, two of the three for sure, but all three, I think it's just maybe they figure it out, but they have not shown any ability to have it all work with them three. Like it's got to be like a some night it's you, some night it's me, but it's never gotten to that point. Buddy's a really
1: frustrating player to watch. At least he was this year. I mean, he's, he's, He's very selfish
0: in the way that he plays. He um, is, dude. He's just trying to get his shots up. I think it's got to be frustrating if you're bogey and the He's such a high-volume shooter, and then you see, you see bogey
1: coming off the bench. He's you know,
0: pretty efficient. Taking uh, the right shot, yeah. He can
1: score at all three levels, and then you just have Buddy hucking up shots in transition that don't need to be shot. Um, yeah. like but yeah, Sorry to interrupt, Ben. No, go ahead.
0: No, no, Ben. It's your floor is yours now. Well, uh, Ben, do you I think mean, Luke- at, at, the, at the end of the, at the end of the day, what's the difference between the Kings and the Suns? <laughs> I don't think either either one of them is going farther than the other. Long term, the Kings are much better than the Suns are. I think you know, the- they're
1: better, but it's like it's like the Al Horford, Josh Smith
0: team. Not not to say that they're like that. That, that was much. a that was they're a not, pretty damn good team. Anyway. That was a good team. That <laughs> was I think if you told Kings fans they were going to be like the Hawks when they were continually getting second and third and first seeds but losing well, to you Braun no that, that market like, you take, no, teams, market like, you take. Market. if you're the GM you take that for sure do, do you think no essentially that's like winning multiple championships to huh? them yeah. um, do you think Luke Walton's a guy do you guys like him no. I don't either. I've been trying to tell Brian and Luke, and for some reason, they are just like, "No, we gotta give him a chance." It's like, I feel like you've seen what you need to see, and I'm not for firing guys like
1: We're
0: that. Yeah, I, I, I've never understood Luke Walton. Like, I feel like not in a not to be dig. I just feel like there's something off there in terms of just like leading guys. Like, I don't think that guy's going. Half of the NBA coaching is, is leading guys. horrible at the He doesn't know who to play. Terrible. Really? But if I'm... Oh, he's
1: so bad. He's by far the worst in the NBA. Absolutely atrocious at how he puts up players'
0: units. Like, give me an example. Garbage. I believe you guys, but... Like but, like, with the Lakers, like, what, what did he do? Well,
1: like he, he was playing... He would overlap Ingram's minutes with LeBron's minutes. Damn. which just did not give Ingram the opportunity to kind of blossom into what he
0: thought. Could you imagine if you guys had uh, this year's Ingram with on that team last year with Braun? Yeah, but that Ingram could, it, yeah, it, it couldn't happen. it couldn't, couldn't happen. But, like, if theoretically he was able to stagger the minutes so that Ingram could kind of cook for a little bit when Braun – like, every minute Braun's out, Ingram's in. I mean,
1: Ingram had that for a little bit. When he a did – And you you kind of saw him do it when LeBron got hurt. Like, he became the focal point of the offense. But whenever LeBron was healthy, it was like Ingram was always playing, you know, second, third, sometimes fourth fiddle. You know, when Kuzma was getting all his shots up. (laughs) What a
0: time. He he does
1: (laughs) does a really poor job of managing minutes. I think, and this may be an outlandish take, but I think the Kings should go after Atkinson. That's that's
0: not outlandish at all.
1: I think the Kings could be really similar under Atkinson, like the Nets. The Nets, yeah.
0: They're the the Western Conference version of the Nets, 100%. Like really, really dynamic guard play. You have the savvy veterans that can contribute when they need to. But generally a younger team. Yeah, yeah, they they don't have the crazy all-star,
1: but they were competitive. They played well in the playoffs. And I think as a Kings fan, after you know the last two decades of consistent failure, you gotta just take a step in the right direction and not be in this spot where the players are undermining the coach, and then the coach gets into these you know facts with the media, and yeah. you know, they say bench their star player who they just maxed out. I think they're just in a really bad spot. I think that could be a you know breath of fresh air.
0: Yeah, I I'm not ready to say it's a bad spot. I feel like you're excited still as a Kings fan and you saw so much last year with your Jaeger being he's an all right coach, not bad, not great. Um, I think you get the right coach in this situation, it can explode. Honestly. Maybe not like it's it's hard to say like oh championship team in two, three years, but like not out of the question if Bagley and Fox develop the way they could and I don't know, a couple other guys come along the way. I wouldn't be surprised. They they just have to nail the head coach spot, which is hard. It's honestly hard.
1: Where do you think their where do you think their lineup kind of lacks right now? Like if you could pick one spot, where would you improve?
0: I mean, I think for me what stands out is like they have just such a mix of guys switching at three and four, and so it's like some nights Harrison has it, other nights he doesn't, some nights Bielica has it. Some nights he doesn't. Like, I, I think they have to find some sort of wing to play with either Bogey or Heald that plays defense but can also be an offensive threat, which is not easy to find. So, I don't know. I, I think they've got to figure out the head coach. Then they got to figure out what are we doing with Buddy Bogey? Can this work? If it does, all right, let's figure out how to make it work. And if not, who are we getting rid of? Because I think both of them you can get some some good assets for sure and and I especially because I think Bagley eventually gets to the point where are like all right I need some looks now too and so that's gonna take even more from buddy or bogey so all right um all right let's let's take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and tackle the fun teams. And we're back real quick. uh, How? What's the over-under on how much Nikola Jokic is going to weigh when the quarantine ends?
1: (laughs) 275.
0: I'll put Nick like 280, honestly. He's not... Jokic
1: is going back. What did he drink? The full Sprite? The full diet
0: coke? (laughs) I don't know, dude. That guy probably had the gnarliest diet. Did they? Did a story come out on what what his diet was or something? Yeah,
1: there was something. It was like he was
0: eating like he was like drinking a liter of Coke a day or something like that. Yeah. No
1: way,
0: that's insane. 100%. Let me. I'm looking at because he lost like 25 pounds during the season.
1: They said someone told him they're like, oh yeah, you shouldn't drink like that much soda. It's really bad for you, and that's
0: how he lost all that weight. No way. Yeah, they they also said they're. Uh, <coughs> nutritionist gave him a diet so the nutritionist is probably over there every day oh my God. it has to be oh, I, right. I guarantee that's one of the nuggets biggest concerns right now is we gotta make so sure like, think, about, think about if you're an nba player and like think about when you're in high school you have everyone to go i was in the best shape in high school yeah like when you played high school sports like you had practice every day yeah now think
1: about like if you're an nba player with unlimited money and you literally
0: could just eat whatever you want normally because you work out so much. And Dude. now you have no one on you because everyone's out. Exactly.
1: No one's like, asking to work out. No one's monitoring your food.
0: Like, Dude, fu- Exactly. And now he's not working out at all. Like, I mean, who knows the situation? Maybe he has some private gym that he can head to, but like, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Nikola is holed up just eating right now. He's in hibernation. I'm putting it at 280. I You think guys are going to come back and, like, struggle with conditioning? I mean, it's almost like freezes. you're going right back to preseason. Like, yeah. The big thing people are talking about is load management. Like, oh,
1: LeBron's going to have a few weeks off. He's going to be unbelievable. Like, what? Of course, everyone else. Everyone else has two weeks off, too. Like... Yeah. You think it's
0: only him? Right, but. Braun, Braun, of anyone, probably too, is going to have some sort of way to stay in shape. Like, he has some gym, some something. Whereas some of these guys, I think, like. Like, Oh, there's. You can't. You can't. That's a whole different type of shit. No, literally. All right. Warriors. Warriors 15 and 20 this year. Obviously, uh, poor season record-wise, but for me as a fan, I'm I kind of look at it as a a blessing in disguise. We we use this year to one. I think you see it. I, I talk about it a lot with you, Tyler. Like I get that this is like a people-oriented business. You're seeing these people every day, but I don't understand why teams like the Knicks don't develop their guys and they'd rather play vets who are obviously yes better right now, but they're not. Really going to do much for you in the long term, like having Julius. Yeah, exactly.
1: you look at, you look at Mitchell Robinson, Yes. Like, why, the fuck
0: he not why is he not playing thirty minutes a night? I don't care. I, I don't care about Taj Gibson, and I understand you're you're playing with these guys every day. I get it. It's not that easy. But for me as a Warriors fan, I feel like it was a blessing that Steph, Clay, Dre, Dre didn't play this year. Dre didn't play, and honestly, he earned it. I don't care that he didn't he, he, play. He He took this year off, and that's honestly that's fair for what he's given the past couple years. Um, But I'm I'm stoked that not only the Steph, Dre, and Clay get rest, but these young guys got experience and they got to play. And and Pascal is going to be that much better because of what he got to go through this year. Um, And then I also look at I think I want to hear from your guys' perspective what you think of Wiggins and. And what your expectation is in terms of his fit and and what his ceiling is on the Warriors moving forward? Yeah, I mean, you look at the Warriors a few years ago, and you're
1: like, wow, like, they had all these pieces. Like whether it was Harrison Barnes at one point,
0: and like yep. whoever the hell it was, like David Lee, like. Festus is you. And now Zilli. you look at them and you're like, wow, like KD. They gave
1: up all those little pieces to have KD. That was the trade off. And now they don't have Livingston. They don't have KD. Like you need you need a few like complimentary pieces, and I think
0: that's what you got this year, especially from Wiggins. Yeah, no, exactly. I think. And you got a
1: young, you got
0: a new young Draymond. Yeah, he had a year off. Yeah, I hope he locks in. He was he did not give one single shit this year, which is again is fair. Todd, Ta- go ahead, bro. I was uh, I was bummed that they
1: gave Alec Burks up. I didn't really care for Glenn Robinson, but I thought that but Burks was really. Been-
0: Burks is a free agent also. I I, I know that. I I know that, but... um, I don't know. I I,
1: would have thought it would have been interesting to see if he would stay with the team the rest of the year and maybe he took some sort of, I don't know, two-year deal with them or something like that so he can come off the bench and score for them, because I still really don't know if I trust whatever their bench is going to be next year when Stephanie Clay are back. Um.
0: no, they're gonna have to sign someone. It's gonna be it's gonna be lethal, uh,
1: without a doubt, but that still means that you're rolling a, a bench unit you know, of Jordan Poole, Damian Lee. No, you
0: know, yeah, I, I think I think there will definitely Selman. be signings this this offseason. And I don't think Burks yeah, I mean, is I mean, it's I mean, out of the question we can get what Burks. The back. Need to get, what do they need to get? That's I a good I they need that's good off the bench. I think for me, I, I don't know if I even lean score. I think I just need quality, like solid know your role guys. I, I would love Burks back because I think you can stagger Steph Clay and Wiggins in a way that there's always going to be one of those guys or two of those guys on the court or three. Um, I just want – I would love Burks back. I honestly haven't taken a, the deepest dive into this, this class. But, uh, I, yeah, we got to do an episode where we look at the free agents because. I think the big one is Burks. I, I would love Burks back. And you're right. You probably need – Damian Lee, Poole aren't going to be enough in terms of the scoring. Not even close.
1: And Alan Burks, I think – I mean, he was – you know, I, I guess outside of Pascal, I, I think that Burks was like really a bright spot for the Warriors in a, you know, a down year. Like he brought life into the arena. He's an aggressive scorer. He's always been a great defender. Um, he I, was, I guess they needed to, to move him, but they should, de- they should absolutely try and bring him back on a, on a discount kind of deal, yeah. To bring scoring and
0: defense up I back. loved Burks this year, I loved him, he was so fun, and I always rooted for him in Utah. And it was just like he never really got the shot. And then once Donovan came in, it was like, All right, Alec, yep, we've moved on, but he's going to be solid in the league for a while. Anything else about I could, I. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I'm just scrolling through the, the unrestricted guys going
0: into the summer.
1: I mean, there's, there's Mo Harkless, yeah. there's Roberson, yeah.
0: there's Jeremy Grant with a player option. Yeah, yeah, I love Jeremy. He's going to get cashed out, though.
1: Probably. We're not
0: going to get him. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's some decent guys, but
1: uh, I think that it's definitely Burks. I mean, he... He already had the experience there. Yeah. So, I, he, was, he was fun to watch. But as a um it's cool that Steph's going to come back. And, and now I don't even know if he's, he's going to play the remaining games that they do have in the season. But, um, no, I mean, they are
0: definitely, they're groomed for next year. Yeah. And the West is just going to be another oh, waterhouse. It's going to be a nut show, dude. I can't wait. Because it will be a great time for us to measure, honestly. Where are Steph and Clay right now? Like. I right. Steph Clay. I mean,
1: Caleb, you have you you don't you don't in your heart of hearts think the Warriors will be what the Warriors ever, right?
0: Say that one more time, Benny.
1: You don't think the Warriors are ever going to get back to where they ever were?
0: Depends on what you mean by that. The KD level? No, no way. I don't. I don't think there's any way you can get back to what they were with KD because KD's. We've never seen anyone like KD, but I think what I go back to is. I think people try to have it both ways, and I get it. You know, I'm obviously a Warriors fan, so I'm going to defend him. But like, people try to say, "Dre's not that good," and and there's valid arguments there. I mean, I'm not going to even argue that or that Clay it can't be a number one guy. But like, this team legitimately, Steph, Clay, Dre, Bogut, Harrison Barnes, won the most games in NBA history, and I think people look at that guy, that team, and you're not going to say that that's team's in terms of wins, is that good enough? So I, I really think that Steph, Clay, and if you get enough from Wiggins, it can be an elite level team. I just don't know to the level which it is, or if it can even get there because of just they're older and their injuries now. But to answer your question, KD level great, no. Finals level great, I would not be surprised.
1: I just think the West is so tough now. It's like does Clay get injured again? I mean, can Steph, like stay healthy? Like you're right. There's so many questions. There's
0: very, very which are very valid and fair concerns. Just but I
1: think that's funny again, yeah, because
0: I think Warriors fans are like like yeah, of course it's fun. I'm like, down, like, yeah. And it's with wants, the original want to guys. Exactly. I wanna compete and it's that's with it's, it's a good story. It's like they like they've already done it, but like here's their redemption, like Exactly. They still have to Perfect. Exactly, and it's with our dogs. It's like it's with the guys that went to war, and we saw them grow up as like babies in the league, and and so yeah, exactly. I'm down. I'm really down for it. And it's like we're playing with house money. Like we got three titles. Should have been hope. I mean, obviously you can say should have, would have, but you would have liked to think you can get it at least four. But three titles is not. Yeah, I'm not going to. The count. Lakers and slippers, I still don't think they're anywhere near where that. Yeah, but you you just had Steph, Clay, Dre, and KD, these two teams. I mean, that's and that's a perfect segue. I I I think we can honestly talk about the Clippers and Lakers in tandem because there's just so many parallels. Um, Ben, for the record, and I think Tyler, just for the record too pretend this, you know, it'll probably come back. Who who is winning? Who's better in the playoffs? Who In a series, in the Western Conference Finals, who wins that series right now if you had to pick?
1: I think, and, and I, I'm just going to jump in. So, I mean, take care of what was on. We were talking about, like, if you know, Dan, Danny Green had hit those two-corner threes on, on Christmas or if that foul, you know – had been called on Lou Williams on that drive. The, the game is a little bit different. The narrative is totally different. Well,
0: the Lakers, you know, three Sundays ago came in and, and dictum. You know,
1: not 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 led wire to wire, but pretty much. For the second half. You know, it, 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 it was a dominating second half performance, and you saw the Clippers cannot leave Lou Williams out there on that island on the defensive end because
0: LeBron was going after him on every single time down the floor as he should it's, it's yeah
1: screen off screen off screen off screen off bring lou williams and it would be a foul or it would be an uncontested layup um, and i think that's a really interesting narrative and storyline going into you know potential western conference finals is if the lakers are going to attack lou williams like that on the defensive end well, on the offensive end, I don't know how they can leave him out there. And
0: the Lakers, on the flip side, don't really have somebody that you can oh. just attack, attack, defenses. Lakers defense is so fun to watch.
1: Dude, everybody's just on their shit. Avery Bradley, KCP.
0: I mean, the only Dogs. guy I can really stand is Rondo, and you know that. But He's I mean, old. He's too dude, old. He's,
1: even Kuzma's been given effort recently. He's been much more involved. He kind of accepted his role a little bit more the last few weeks uh, yeah. that they were playing. But I just have, and this, this is what I was talking about before we even watched that last game. I mean, this Lakers defense is so long. They just shut the Clippers down for, you know, three, four, five-minute stretches at a time. Um, and you can't do that against an offense that's as we feel as like the Lakers are.
0: Exactly. Benny, who I mean, I him? think at the end of the day, the Clippers have three guys that can do something, whereas the Lakers have two guys that can do something like go off in the playoffs,
1: scoring wise. Yeah. I mean, tell me, I mean, like, yes, yeah, AD is great, but like, I don't see him, you know, blowing up in the playoffs. Like, he just can, he's Mr. Consistent. He'll do what he does, and I don't, you know,
0: he doesn't have that much playoff experience. I don't think he any, does he? Who? Yeah. They,
1: they, uh, he's on the team with, with Boogie that played
0: the Blazers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, AD's played the Warriors multiple times. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, like, okay, so, like, he
1: didn't
0: have crazy playoff experience. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. I'm, I, I. And at the end of the day, it's so like, I look at Lou Williams and, like, yeah, like, that, that could be fun to watch. I look at Paul George,
1: like, he could go off any game. Like, obviously, Kawhi can go off any game. And then when I look at the Lakers, I'm like, Okay, yeah, you got LeBron. He can go
0: off at any time, and that's a game
1: changer. But
0: like, even AD, why not that? even AD's like, you're not like, he's one of those unique superstars where it's like you can't necessarily always, always count on him for 25. AD, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's wrong to say. I just, okay. I don't.
1: I, I, I think I, I agree with
0: what with, with what both you guys are saying. But um, I, I, I picked I, the Clippers. Think it's more that, like, you, you can't really
1: look at AD as like, okay, he's an automatic 30, you know, and he's like, he will, like LeBron is not shooting well. He will
0: win at this game. Right. Yeah, you Please, can't I, say I, that. I,
1: I think, But I, I think that you're just looking at this from an offensive perspective.
0: No, but no, Tyler. Anthony Davis,
1: well, that's the
0: No, Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. <laughs> I know what you're saying I, because I was going to say I, I'm with the Clippers, but not just because of that. 80 is an amazing player, and I'll let you go on him. And he is the best defensive player probably in the league right now. He he changes the game on defense. You you can't really get a good look in the paint. It's gotten to that point. But I just meant, like, I think the Clippers have so many guys, and I think they, like Ben said, it, it kind of is that way. Like, more than just a three, like, they just have more options to beat you. And the Lakers on offense, like, I, I just don't feel confident with – KCP, Coos, Rondo, Avery Bradley, even just like wide open threes. I don't know if I feel confident enough to for them to hit them enough to beat the Clippers in the seven games. Yeah, no, I I get that. I mean, those, those are all you
1: know valid points. I just I think I've seen enough from enough different dudes on the Lakers this year where I trust that it's going to be somebody that's going to step up, right? Because there are a good different different stretches and i know that the regular seasons does not correlate to the playoffs it's a whole different ball game but i've seen different stretches this year whether it be kuzma or bradley or kcp or you know whether it's going to be that rondo dwight combo but like, there are guys that can get it done and i know that they're not the imposing force that you know lou Williams, william montreal combo is or whatever paul george is but i just the way that the Lakers clamped down on defense the last month of the season, like, they just nobody scored on
0: them. Yeah. Like,
1: the the, you know, and the, Clippers and the Clippers have great, I mean, in the playoffs, like, everyone knows defense is effort. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. That was the original point that I was making, was, yes, the Clippers do have, you know, a, a formidable offensive force. They definitely have more weapons that you can turn to that are consistent, but if LeBron figured something out on on the film in the first two games against the Clippers, and they exposed Lou Williams, absolutely exposed him in the fourth quarter, and that's when the Lakers lead balloons from 3-4-5 to 9-10-11. You're acting like the Clippers don't know this. But what I'm saying is if, if Lou Williams is in the game, the Lakers are going to attack him. And if the Lakers attack him, they're going to score, which means the Clippers can't leave him in the game. So that whole montrezl Lou williams dynamic is gone. T.
0: Then you just have Paul T. George.
1: And, you, give the ball, you give the ball to fucking Paul, Paul. George and Tyler. And, Hawaii, and then you have LeBron and AD.
0: Tyler. You ever think it's going to get to a point where they're not going to be able to play Lou Williams? Like, it's... Lou Williams is small. He's not the best defender. I understand LeBron can find ways to get him, and I understand they exposed that to a T in that third game. But the Clippers won the first two. Like, I don't I yes, you can go at him, but I don't think it's going to ever get to a point where it's like, "Oh shit, doc, like I don't think we can play Lou will." Like, I don't I I understand, and I'm not even it's going to be a hell of a series and I would not be shocked at all if the Lakers win. I just feel more confident in the the Clippers having more guys, and they do. They don't have that rim protector. I think that is going to be a concern that the Lakers do. Gosh. But I, yeah, he's a big body. I don't know if I'd say he's a rim protector. Um, too much. Yeah, Zoo. <laughs> I love Zoo though. Always will. Um,
1: what if he betrays by the Lakers, by the way. Yeah, not.
0: Not uh, the first one. Not the first. Mike and Scala? Are
1: you kidding me?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think... Do you think it, it'll... You both live in L.A. I've never been to Staples. Do you think it matters that the Lakers have quote home court advantage? Like, do you... It will be, uh, be seven home games. Really? It's yeah, that... Every a fan I've talked to from L.A. says that... Clippers home games are Laker home games. They are. Is it that bad? Like, I feel like I haven't noticed that on TV. Maybe I'm just not paying attention to it.
1: I mean, just think about it. It's like, the Clippers, it's like all the Laker fans that can't afford Laker games are like, oh, I want to go see a basketball game. It's
0: like, okay. But in the C like yeah. – Let's say it's a Clippers home game, game game three. Like, are there more Laker fans there? Yes, without a doubt. I I think it's
1: it's fifty five to sixty percent Laker fans, if not more.
0: That's crazy. That's crazy. Do you okay. okay? And that, that and yeah, that has to play. probably change. I think it'll probably change if you know, if the Clippers are
1: able to win this year or win next year and when they open up the new arena, they have a fan base that's seen them win, hang up a banner, I think it'll probably change. But if you if we're talking this year, it's gonna be seven Lakers home games.
0: That's crazy. Which has to play a factor. So we're going Clippers, Clippers, Lakers for T Dog. Sounds good. Ben, uh, how,
1: how, many, how many games
0: do you think he got? Oh, it's going seven.
1: He goes six games in favorite Clippers.
0: I think it's going that's seven. That. Seven Clippers. T? It's, I
1: mean, the, the one thing for sure that we all know is that
0: there's no one else that's competing. Not out west. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to... Yeah, I mean, there's some teams maybe if they get hot could present somewhat of a problem, but no real threats. Um, before we go, guys, I wanted to ask you, is there any chance that AD doesn't come back to LA? I mean, at the I just
1: like,
0: where would he go? I think... I saw something, I watched something where he considered the Knicks in terms of trades, and there was another team that he was like, yeah, I'd be down to be traded to. Um, but I guess you're right. I he, So he probably just declined the option because he just wanted the option to see. Yeah,
1: he, want, he wants to, how much
0: money he can make. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You guys think it, let's say LeBron theoretically ti- retires. In a couple of years, AD's what, 29, 30? Can he be the number one guy on a championship team? I mean, with the Pelicans a championship team? Yeah, but that's 22. Oh. Sorry, I had some technical difficulties, but we're back. Go ahead, Todd. We're back? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so
1: I, I just think that we've been spoiled by the, by the LeBron factor, of him just bringing these terrible teams to the finals. Like, Ben touched on: Did AD bring the, the Pelicans to the finals? No,
0: he didn't. But the team around him was not very good. I mean, you had Bokey, yeah, he's you also had better
1: now. and he's better. But what I'm saying is, like, I think that especially out west, they were they had to have a better team to get to the finals. Like that, they weren't going to beat the Warriors. They didn't have the talent. Like AD cannot do that himself. So I think that he could be the the one player on a championship caliber team if they built the roster around
0: right. him. Um, gotcha. I
1: think that's possible. I think that's
0: possible. Ben didn't sound like you thought that's possible.
1: No, you can't. That's what they try to do in New Orleans. Granted, it was like a lesser version. You cannot build a team around him in any circumstance.
0: How you many? Like, that- of course, he's one of those guys. You're like.
1: You're like, wow, like so prototypical. Like, I would love to build a team around him. Like, it would be so easy. At the end of the day, it's like, if you want to win a championship, you need the Kawhi type of player. You need someone who will take over.
0: How many guys, Ben, would you say you can build around a team definitively? I mean, 10? 8?
1: Okay, Giannis, Harden, LeBron,
0: KD. KD. Yeah, KD yeah, the
1: healthy KD, obviously. Steph. Uh, can you?
0: Bro, like, come on. I mean,
1: we, we, we have no idea what he's going to be.
0: I'm just saying, like, proven to this point. Steph took yeah. a team to yeah, 72 course, wins yes. and multiple okay, finals. Of course. of course. Okay, fine. We'll put Steph in there.
1: I'm just trying to think of, like, two-way... It's like, I'm just trying to think of, like, players who are, like, two-way players... Like 100,
0: percent I know I can build a team around. Yeah, no, I think if you're putting Anthony Davis, like
1: he's not an absolute star on the offensive end. He's leading the Lakers in scoring this game.
0: No, I th- I think I put him there. I just don't know. Like he's at the bottom tier of it. But is the ball is the ball in his hands the end of the game? Not with LeBron, but on a lot of teams, yeah. Well,
1: not with LeBron, but LeBron like, wasn't there. And you know what? They they would not be in the finals at, or at the end of the game. Yeah. Well, obviously, if, they did, if the Lakers didn't have LeBron, they wouldn't be as good as the Clippers. But so that point is moot. But Anthony Davis is averaging twenty-seven and nine. Like I, I definitely don't think that he is a player that I want in the fourth quarter with the ball over Kawhi. But I definitely think he's in that caliber of players that you would trust to get you a bucket or multiple buckets towards the end of the game.
0: Yeah. I think I'm in between you and Ben. Like yeah. I, I, I see some flaws I see there. Obviously, no scrub. <laughs> no, do you but just need top top ten, top fifteen
1: NBA player. Top ten. Don't even need to put the fifteen. I'd say Ben, you're What did he do to you?
0: Ben, you're a Laker ben, fan. did
1: Anthony Davis lose you?
0: I don't think he ever had him. I don't think if he you ever know had a true him.
1: better. You you never lose. I didn't hear that. A true better never loses. Or admits we lose
0: <laughs> <laughs> A top 15 player. I've never heard that you saying.
1: Think Kat, you think Kat is better than Anthony Davis? No, but I
0: don't. If don't if ever Kyle say that, that T-Dog. The Lakers right now, I don't think they would be as that much of a different team.
1: Wait, say that one more
0: time. Wow, Tyler, you're going to want it. Wow. If
1: Carl Anthony Towns is on the Lakers right now, I don't think they would be that much different of a team.
0: I think they oh, would. That's a I think they that's would. So <laughs> Are
1: you kidding me? This cat's okay. like no defense. He's a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, I think they're a lot better with AD. David. I think LeBron would have kicked Cat out of town by now. In a heartbeat. After game three. We're
1: realizing that, we're, we're realizing that Jimmy Butler was just the star on that
0: team. He was the perfect, the perfect teammate that was on that Timberwolves team. I think cal is just young man I think he's gonna get better in terms of like learning how to actually win. But I think the Lakers are nah. They're they're the best team in the West by very good margin this year in the regular season. Ben,
1: ben I feel like you think that. I feel like you think that Kevin Love was a better player for the Cavs than Anthony Davis is for the Lakers. No, no, both. <laughs> <laughs> Close Close, oh my
0: goodness, Close. Bro. Kevin Love is a baller bro He plays no defense He
1: tries you, you guys need to go watch, watch
0: Anthony Davis'
1: game film
0: Dude I love Anthony Davis Stop grouping me into the Ben group
1: I, I love the Ben groups. Group. I'm a big fan of Anthony
0: Davis Doesn't sound like it
1: but I think he, I think
0: called him a top fifteen player. Yeah, he is. Damn, On a good day. God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, I appreciate you both joining me. We're gonna be back soon, and we're gonna get the answers to our questions in about two three months. All right, Caleb. Last question: Who yeah. wins? Yeah, who wins the finals? That's a great question that I thought about a lot. I think as of right now, I'm going Clippers. I would agree. That's where I'm at. And it's like, I think you could split it about in three ways. Like, it's almost even. But I think i go Clippers if I had to pick. You're going Clips? How, how worried are you about the Bucks? Like, how, what, how long is that series going? There is no Eastern team I'm worried about. Anybody. Is it going five? Is it going six?
1: I mean, that's, that's, no, it's, it's going six.
0: I think you can go seven or six, yeah. Tyler, you're going Lakers-Bucks. Lakers win. Yeah.
1: Uh, dude, I, I'm not even totally certain that the Bucks are going to get by the Raptors or the Celtics.
0: I've seen so yeah. many different teams. The Celtics
1: are fucking good.
0: They just don't have anyone to They're throw at Giannis. It. They don't. Daniel Tice? They don't have
1: anyone that can stop, stop Giannis?
0: Yeah, Or even try to stop Giannis. Who's going to even try?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that I, I was I was listening to, or reading something about, like, let Giannis go off for 40 or 50 points. Like, who the hell cares? Let him drive down the lane. As long as you don't let the other options get hot, then you're fine. I, like, Giannis can only do so much on his own. But if, if you don't, you know, let Middleton get his 25, let Brook Lopez get his 12, let,
0: you know, Constance I've seen get that take. Him, Yeah, and I'm not sure I feel about it because I think on one end it's like, okay, yeah, maybe that could work. But then on another end, I could easily see him getting 55 and you're down 10. You know? But the thing is, too, why it's not just like, oh, like looking on paper, who do the Celtics have to throw at him? Like, it's partly that. But like, we've seen Giannis time after time tear the Celtics' cheeks apart. Him and Joel eat against the Celtics. And it's not a coincidence. Yeah. And, and the Celtics are a good defensive team, but it's like when you have a dominant big guy, they just struggle. You can't really defend as a unit because it's just like that guy is going to – It just. so I don't know. But I love the Celtics. But I've seen so many takes. Well, I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I said the, I, I said the Raptors first. I mean – Yeah. I, we both I, talked I about like how much like we before, love
1: Yeah, I think people are still kind of tentative to put them into that category where they can be competitive in the East, you know, and push for a final third, and I don't really know why that is, I mean, it's probably just because they don't have Kawhi anymore, but that team is, that team is still,
0: they are still good. Yeah. Ben, how close do you think it is in the East? I mean, you look at the 76ers, depending on where,
1: what day of the week it is, or if it's a home game, I mean, even the Heat can light people up some games, but like, at the end of the day, I think the Celtics have proven that they can beat anyone, and I think that goes a long way. I think they have enough pieces if they're healthy. Yeah, and I think the Celtics are my team out of the East.
0: Really? But again, I I, I don't I don't think
1: that any team out of the East would beat the Clippers or the Lakers. I would I would take the Lakers and the Clippers both in probably probably six, maybe five against some of the top teams in the East.
0: Really? I think I think it probably go seven with the Bucks just because of what we've seen. But I agree. The, the yeah. Lakers and Clippers are better. All right. Appreciate you guys. you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Stay safe. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Uh, we're going to keep churning out episodes again. We're going to do this um, with all the divisions and obviously the, the Pacific's probably the most popping. But uh, we're going to touch all of them. Get into Probably for the, some of the lower teams, like again, a, a longer-term approach. But um hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys are, are finding stuff to do, things to pass the time on, spending time with your family. Thank you guys again for spending time with me. Um, and we will be back soon, guys. Appreciate you all.